Hello, this is Kenny DeMoss, principal of Parkersburg High School, and your host of the Big Red Podcast. Why are we doing a podcast? It's simple. We want you, the listeners, our community, to get to know the students and staff behind the scenes. We also want you to learn about awesome things going on in our Big Red community. So let's get this started. Let's go Big Reds. This episode is brought to you by Marshall's Barbershop, located at 1724 20th Street here in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Give them a call at 304-485-9943. Ask for Marshall. I'd like to welcome to the show today, Daphne Cockerham, Emma Withrow, and one of our art teachers, Sonia Ashby. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So let's talk a little bit about yourselves before we talk about why you're on the podcast today. So, you know, just tell me if you were born here, if you've been here your whole life, maybe where you went to school, including yourself, Ms. Ashby, you know. So um, just... Talk about who you are. Go ahead, Daphne. Um, I'm Daphne. I live in Williamstown. I used to go to Williamstown, but I transferred over sophomore year, so and I'm also a junior. I'm Miss Ashby. I was born in Wood County and lived in Parkersburg most of my life and into all kinds of things around here. <laughs> um, I am a sophomore here, and I've grown up here, but my family is originally from Kentucky, so... Yeah. And your name is what? My name is Emma Withrow. <laughs> is your dad's side of the family from Kentucky? Both of my sides of my family are from oh. Kentucky. Russell, Kentucky is where they met. Well, I won't say anything bad about your dad. I really like your dad. <laughs> I will talk about that off air. <laughs> so I understand that you all are involved in a production coming up, and I'd like to talk about that a little bit. And it's down at the Actors Guild and it's called the music man so why don't you talk about what your role is in the production and we'll talk more details about that in a second so but just talk about what what, what's your involvement in it uh i play zanita i'm the mayor's daughter and i I have a relationship with like a boy in town so yeah just the mayor's daughter Yes, and, and I would happen to be the mayor's wife. So Zanita is playing my daughter. And yes, she's running around with a no good kid yet. And one of the things that the mayor's wife is doing is attempting to ban books at the local library, hmm. which is highly ironic because I'm actually on the library board of Parkersburg Library. Right. So it's rather ironic for me. And yes, the, 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 the mayor's wife is a, a bit larger than life and full of herself and I'm, you know, not typecast at all in that role. <laughs> um, I play a role in the ensemble, so I'm a little bit of everywhere. I get to follow around Daphne and her little shenanigans, lots of dancing, lots of singing. So, yeah. So, you obviously are very excited about this production coming up. What got you interested in being a part of, you know, singing or dancing or acting, or is it is it the type of show that it is, or would you do anything? You know, just talk about that a little bit. 
My mom, like originally just with performing, my mom is a dance teacher, so I grew up in a dance studio, so I've been dancing since I was three. And with singing, I just joined choir. But this show specifically, I saw it at Warren, and I just liked the costumes. I thought the costumes were pretty, and that's why I did it. So, so what, makes it, what, what makes the costumes pretty, as you say? It takes place in 1912, so all the girls are wearing like long, colorful gowns with fun hats, and I wanted to wear a fun hat. I don't wear a fun hat, but I wear a bow, so it's okay. You know, as I look through some of the old yearbooks that I have over there, they really played that part. I mean, you know, it was, some of the outfits are beautiful. Uh, it would not look normal in today's society, but I appreciate the, um, the respect for what they wore back then, for sure. Sounds like you do, too. Well, I have been doing, I started out actually as a vocalist and I've been a vocalist since I was younger than these two. And so a very long time. And of course, naturally, when, you, when you're a vocalist, you end up doing musicals. So I have been doing shows at the Guild for over 20 years. Um, it, you know, so you were talking about costumes. Interestingly, and this mother is one of the costumers for the show. And they did an amazing job. And also on the line of costumes, we borrowed costumes from PHS. Awesome. We have some of the old um, band uniforms. I'm wearing one of the old Indian headdresses because I'm one of the Indian ladies for a scene. So PHS has helped us out a lot with this show. That's great. Um, I have been performing since I was in the first grade. I've done shows for most of my life, especially at the Guild. Um, I started out with Fiddler on the Roof there. And then it just carries over. And then the director who is directing is David Rexrode. He's one of my favorite people. He's incredible at what he does. And I just adore working with him and working with the directing staff. So, yeah, that definitely influenced me. You know, Daphne, you're a junior. How many plays have you been involved in so far in your career? I uh, I actually just started doing shows last year. Okay. I, like I've danced and I've sang forever, but I actually just decided to do one last year. But in the past year, I've been doing a lot. So I think five or six shows in a year is a lot. It's crazy, but I really enjoy them. And you're also involved here at school, Vespians? Yes. Uh, we just auditioned for our competition show yesterday for Peter Wendy. About Peter, and I'm very excited. So when that comes out. That's awesome. Yeah. Emma, you, you're a sophomore. Um, are you involved in theater here as well? I'm not involved in theater here, but I am involved in the acapella along with Daphne. I started an acapella as a freshman. So, yeah. And you two, are you involved in any other type of like National Honor Society or, you know, student council or anything like that? I am the vice president of the National English Honor Society. I'm a part of the National Honor Society. And I also do speech and debate. It's something I'm really passionate about. I, I love it. I got fourth at nationals last year. It's just something I really like. So, yeah, speech. I know Ms. Isla speaks very highly of you. And I trust her opinion, so. I don't really do anything other than choir here. But um, every summer at the Smoot Theater, I run a camp with some of my favorite people and teach young kids how to sing, dance, do acting and make art. And then we put on a show at the end of that week. So that's something I've done for the community. So Ms. Ashby, you have, um, you've grown up in the same town I have my entire life. Can you reflect on a little bit about the theaters that used to be around like uh, Burwell or 
Um, well, um, wow, that's a blast. From I the mean, past. there's so many. There, there's some. Sundown. There's some theaters that, that are still around, but I just remember as a kid going to those for movies, and my grandmother was the best at taking me to those things. Actually, I did not go to many theaters because I grew up on the other side of town, and Southside really didn't have a lot of theaters. Um, I didn't really start getting into things until my first show was actually Eden on the River, which was held on Blennerhassett Island in front of the mansion. And this was before Blennerhassett Island was a state park. So we can't even do that show in front of the mansion anymore. But that was my first show. I was 16 years old. Wow. I know. I I would say probably my favorite theater that is no longer around is the one that used to be across from McKinley. And that was the Burwell. And it was beautiful. And if you ever get a chance, if you two, uh, Emma or Daphne, ever get a chance to go go online and look at the Burwell Theater. It was amazing. Um, I know there's some, you know, there are significant amount of theaters that are still standing in the country and the presence that you just have in those things, the the respect you have for them. So I really appreciate what you do because, you know, my niece, Brianna Carson, you probably know Brianna. I do. Um, Have you done a play with her? I have. I was in Shrek with Brianna. Yeah, she she's she's a tremendous actress and got a great voice and full of personality. So I've watched her perform many times. So it's it's this type of uh, genre of, you know, extracurricular. I've been around for quite a while, so I really appreciate uh, you all being uh, taking your your own personal time to work on these things and be involved in our community. So the Music Man uh, starts in November. What are the dates? Starts this Friday. We are in dress rehearsal week right now. We start Friday, uh, November 10th, and it will run for three weekends. And what are the times? Like if I come on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Friday and Saturday shows start at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, and the Sunday matinees usually start at 2.30. Normally, yes. And can people buy tickets online? Can they buy them at the gate? You can go to actorsguild.com and get them there. Yes, you can. If there are tickets available, you can get them um, at the box office before the show. Um, if you happen to be at the Parkersburg Wood County Library, um, one of the things my graphic design students designed some of the book covers for the props for the show. There is a display in the library in the young adult section, and there is a QR code you can scan for tickets as well. That's awesome. And do you know how much tickets are by chance? They're probably 20. Yeah. Okay. If you do go on Saturday, there is ice cream. Yes, ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, yes. everybody loves ice cream. Free ice cream. So, what do you, you know, what do you, what are your expectations of your, you know, like you're going to be performing? You always have high expectations of, you don't want to miss, you know, your your parts. In and are there things within the play itself that like oh, this is one part I can't screw up? I would say. There's a scene where I'm with uh, like Tommy, the other boy that I'm like in love with, and I have to be very big and very loud. And sometimes I feel like I'm either not loud enough or I'm too loud. That and finding that perfect middle ground is you're your own worst critic. Yes. <laughs> well, as um, most theater kids, I'd say, or kids in the show, we are all, I'd like to say, very intelligent people, perfectionists, if you will. Like, we have a little girl, her name is Olivia, she is playing Amaryllis, and she goes to Veritas Elementary, 
and she is in the third grade, I believe, studying algebra and Latin. But um, I see all of us as big time perfectionists, so we just want to get it right the first time, and it tends to get a little tense when we don't sometimes and anxious. Tech well, week is hectic. Yeah, we had tech week last week, which was very hectic. We're in dress rehearsal week this week, which is even more hectic. I personally have a spreadsheet. Yes. And after when I walk off stage, I'm like, okay, what costume am I wearing? You know, so I so I can right. keep it straight in my head. Right. So I have I have my little spreadsheet. These guys, what's you know, not commonly known is because of the the amount of work and time that a show like this takes. Mm-hmm. These two, when they're not on stage. I've seen them in the the narthex or the foyer of the actors go and they're doing homework oh, in between scenes <laughs> and because we're not getting out of there until like 10 o'clock at night wow. so especially during tech and dress so these guys they're keeping up they're juggling their schoolwork while they're doing this show so it does take a lot of dedication so i um it's interesting to talk to um you all just about the you know the theater background and all that if your parents were standing here right in front of you right now, how would they say, how would they would describe you um, in, in what you do as being an actor or actress? I'd say probably passionate. I get very like, happy about what I do, passionate, and I can be loud. I don't know if that would be one as well, but I get loud, but stuff like that, just happy. And- Comes yeah. natural. Yes. Oh, from my mom. That's what my mom would say. Yep. <laughs> I'm a very loud person, very excited all the time, I'd say. So they, I feel like they'd say something to do with that. Um, yeah. You know my mom and dad pretty well. What would I you do. say? You know, they, you can tell your they parents adore just adore you. They're and my favorite they, people ever. And I remember what my parents had to sacrifice for me to be <laughs> oh, able to yeah. do things. My parents worked separate schedules. So one parent would take me to a show. Dad's getting ready for work. So they would cross in the yard. Interesting. On on the way home during shows. So yeah, the parents put in as much dedication as those on the stage. I adore my parents. But, you know, watching these two off stage and then watching them get on stage, their entire demeanor. And of course you're acting, but you can see it in their eyes and you can see it in their face that they love what they do. What about your parents? <laughs> My mother will actually be at dress rehearsal tonight. Oh, it's oh, awesome. So, um, yeah, my parents, it, it, it's amazing the things. My mother um, actually was a professional seamstress in her youth. And so she did a lot of my costumes. In fact, one of my prized possessions, I was in Madrigal Singers at South as a high school student. And my mother made my gown. She took all the scraps, gave them to my grandmother, who was a ceramics artist, and she made a mini me, and that is one of my prized that possessions. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, one thing you probably don't know about me is my mother. Uh, she, I can always say that I, you know, I'm not the perfect man by any 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 way, shape, or form, but I know how to clean and cook and and do laundry, and I know how to sew. Uh, she was very adamant that I learned how to use a sewing machine when I was growing up. And of course we had sewing machines in middle school. You had to learn how to sew and do those things, which you guys did not have that. I kind of wish we'd bring it back. It's a lost art. You know, I actually still have, cause I used to teach home ec here right. a long time ago. And the year I came was the year they got rid of all those beautiful mm. oak sewing machine 
I still have one. Really? From the original PHS Home Extra program. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Let's do some little fun facts about you all, because I always like to get to know our people in our building. Mm-hmm. I want our listeners to get to know you as well. If you could only have one meal the rest of your life, what would that be? The same thing every day. Oh, I got this. Pasta. I eat that every day. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that or Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, you can only pick one. Better do chicken, oh, chicken parmesan or something. Gosh, I can't do this. I'd say, honestly, <laughs> Chick-fil-A because I go there almost before every single rehearsal because it's so quick and easy, and I have it with me right now even, so... <laughs> I'd take a nice fruit salad. It's nice. Really? I love fruit salad. And that's why she looks like that. And I look like (laughs) this. (laughs) I'm, you know, as a former home ec teacher, I can cook pretty well. So I do a lovely uh, chicken marsala with a sherry reduction Mm. sauce. Yeah. it's. I could probably eat that. You probably could. It sounds really delicious. If you could go and meet anybody ever in time, a, a former relative, uh, a person who's no longer with us, a famous person that's still alive today. It doesn't matter who it would be. Who would that one person be and why? I have always wanted to meet Princess Diana or Sally Ride, but especially Princess Diana. You know, no one's ever said a Princess Diana. Why is that? I, first off, I talk about fashion a lot, but number one, I love her outfits, but especially what she's done, the charity she's done. She was just such a good person and she would have been alive here today if it weren't for paparazzi chasing her down. And I just, I'd like to see what she had to say about stuff today. And just, she just seemed like such a good person. And I I'll hurry. You're fine. <laughs> you, have you said, watch that show on Netflix? I haven't, but I'd like to. I heard it's really good. What about you? Uh, for me, it would probably be uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I would love to meet her. Um, just the barriers that she broke down as a woman in her time. I think she would have some fascinating insights. I would love to meet Judy Garland. I um, am in love with the vaudeville era of shows and theater. And that is quite what she's known for. Some of her works and her singing is so talented. And I take a lot of inspiration from her. So. Last question. If you could go on stage and sing karaoke, could, what song would that be and why? I live Once Upon a December from Anastasia. It's so pretty and it gets so low and it's just my favorite. Okay. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I have so many songs circulating through my head. Well, as you know, as an AFT vice president, karaoke is part of summer camp every year. So I have a few standards. And given my voice, because my voice is pitched rather low for a woman, Patsy Klein is oh, my standard. That would be a good one. So, yes. That would be great. Oh, you got to pick one, Emma. I know I do. I'm sorry. Kenny Rogers, the gambler. I'm thinking. Highway has a dang How about that? Please. No. Not that song. Sorry. Not that song? No. You're a Julie um, Garland fan? Yeah, that's basic. <laughs> 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 um... One of my favorite songs to listen to in the car right now that's theater is um, New Philosophy from Charlie Brown, the musical. Oh. So, and it's really funny. So I enjoy that song a lot. Well, I know our time here is kind of cut short. Just give one more um, shout out about your production coming up. 
just repeat the times and the dates and where to buy tickets. Uh, the, it, this show opens this Friday and it will run for three weeks. It, if you come on a Friday or a Saturday, it starts at eight o'clock. Uh, if you come on a Sunday, it will be about two, two thirty. I think it's about two thirty. And yeah, ActorsGuild.com to buy tickets or scan the QR code at the Parkersburg Library at the um, Actors Guild display. Come see us. We want to see you there. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, you, you seem really excited about the production. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, wish you any kind of luck. I know it's a bad omen. So break a leg. Break a leg. It's exactly <laughs> right. Break a leg. So thank you for coming on the show thank today. You. Thank and you. that's Daphne Cockerham, Emma Withrow. And our teacher, Sonia Ashby. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. If you are hearing this message, you have listened to the entire podcast from beginning to end. And for that, I thank you. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a minute, give it a rating or a share or a comment, which helps more Big Red fans find us. If you're interested in donating to our school, please call 304-420-9595. You can visit our foundation website at parkersburghighschoolfoundation.org. Please follow us on all of our social media platforms at the School of Champions or at the PHS Big Reds. From all of us here at PHS to all of our Big Red listeners, this is Mr. DeMoss, your principal, saying... Once a big red, always a big red.